to another episode of the Self Storage Insights Podcast. I'm Ben Shirey, and today I'm joined by Caleb and Ryan from Stored Up Mini Storage in Carn City, Pennsylvania. Uh, Kayla and Ryan just finished building their first facility, and so this is an episode we were going to do directed towards people getting into the industry, starting with building their own facility, something I've wanted to talk to some people about for a long time. When I was looking to get into self-storage myself, this was something I was interested in, was building a new, a new facility, and so I'm really excited to hear Ryan and Kayla, really excited to hear your insights on how this whole process went for you and uh, kind of what, what made you want to get into this industry. And so if you don't mind, if, if you can just give me a little bit of a background on yourselves, uh, how did you decide to end up in self-storage? Sure. Um, so Ryan and I, we actually were in the residential rental business um, for, we've been in it for about seven years now. Okay. And one of you know, we looked at some other opportunities um, looking to extend our portfolio. And um, we kind of stumbled upon storage units um, and we started, um, you know, talking and kind of cultivating those relationships with other people that are in the business. And um, we decided it was something that, you know, kind of interest us and that would kind of go great hand in hand with our rental business, um, you know, the residential side of it. Um, so that's kind of how we got started. Um, and, you know, obviously we're a new build. Um, and we, we started the process, um, in like April, um, mid April. Um, okay. and we, we finished the process t the end of June. Um, our doors were open effective, like July 1st of, of this year, 2023. Um, okay. so about like a two and a half month period of time, um, from right. start. So went pretty, went pretty quick. That's not too bad. Yeah. As far as a turnaround from start to finish, that's awesome. What, as you were getting ready to get started in the industry, uh, buy versus build, is that something that you guys talked about? Were you shopping around for existing units versus building your own units or how did that look? Yeah. So we, um, when we, when we first thought about it, um, we had already secured the property, um, that we, that we have our, our units on our storage facility on. Um, and it was kind of the property that we obtained. Actually, we did it about four years ago. It was kind of in the five year plan. So we decided that, um, we weren't sure the intentions at first, we thought about doing some other residential properties. Um, and then this came about, um, so we decided to, you know, utilize that property for our storage facility. And um, yeah, just kind of took off and, and went with it. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and then you said yeah, um, about more or April to to June for the turnaround time. As far as as far as the planning part of it, when with the whole, if I can speak to maybe the prop the permit processing and the zoning permits and all of that sort of thing, or maybe Ryan wants to speak to that. I'm not sure. But how how long was that part of the process before you actually started the build? It, yeah, I, I that's one of those things. Yeah, in our borough here, you know, there's there's really no issues as far as setbacks, anything like that. Um, okay. The borough, they were super easy to work with. So that process, you know, it went seamless. I mean, there was there was no issues whatsoever. Um, you know, and as far as I, I do have a uh, construction background, you know, so I was aware of you know the building codes and things like that 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 needed to, right. needed to be followed. Yeah, because I know that it, that is one of the things that, that comes up a lot when I discuss, you know, building a new facility with some people is just depending on depending on the locality that you're in, it can vary so much as far as trying to attain the permits that you need to, to open a facility, 
I know I was reading somewhere that up in New York now, there's almost a two year wait time for zoning permits to go through for storage facilities because so many up there were, you know, it's it's been such a growing um, popular demand. So I, I was just, yeah, that's that's very interesting to hear that it, that it went that well. Yeah, there's no zoning basically at all in Carn City Borough. So like I said, it went seamless. There was no issues whatsoever. Awesome. And then, so you said you have some construction background. Did you do most of the build yourself or did you subcontract it or did you hire a general contractor or what did that look like? The only thing that I did not do was the excavating. Um, you know, I had a guy come in, do the excavating and put stone down and I did a retaining wall. I poured the concrete. I did everything else. Um, me and my, my dad and my father-in-law. Okay. Nice. So yeah, kept it mostly, mostly in house there. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. If I can speak to the, to the construction part of it, as, as far as the construction process, what, what was kind of the biggest pain point maybe that you ran into that you didn't foresee being a problem with having a construction background, obviously that helps a lot, but was there something that stood out to you that was kind of the biggest hurdle you had to overcome as you were, as you were building the facility? You know, I was having trouble thinking of something there because I, it really went together pretty well. You know, the, the building was engineered well. Um, you know, when we first started and looked at the instructions, the instructions were, eh, and they were a little sketchy. Um, and, you know, we had all, all these pals delivered that morning and we're just looking at it, you know, trying to <laughs> decipher right. what goes where, you know. So after we laid everything out, um, you know, we spent about a half a day reading the instructions, um, you know, but but that really kind of enlightened us a little bit better of, of an idea how to put it together. So um, I guess that's how we would start out next build. You know, I would definitely go straight for laying all the pieces out on the concrete and, and go from there. Right. So you had bought like a pre-manufactured or a prefabricated kit? Yes. Okay. Awesome. And and as far as that, um, what what was the time frame on that? As far as once the concrete was poured, or however you did that, till you till you put the whole kit together, did that take a long? Was that a long part of the process, or not really? Putting the kit together, um, you know, I just took a couple of days of vacation here and there, and kind of worked in the evenings and weekends. Um, you know, we had after the after we had the concrete poured, we had I, I think we figured about six full days getting the building okay. together. Wow, that's no, awesome. It wasn't bad. And the and the building the building that you're specifically talking about, I believe, is is it 20 units? It, it's 16. 16 units. Okay, I couldn't remember the exact number on it. So okay, awesome. Yeah, that that I mean that doesn't seem like a whole lot of time. Yeah, as far as invested in, in putting the the shell of the building up, then that that went really well for you. It seems like so. Yeah. Uh, what what I kind of like to discuss next, if we can, a little bit is kind of maybe behind the whole storage facility is what was, do you have like a marketing strategy now that the building's up? What were you planning on doing to fill the units? Did you have a specific plan in place or, or not really yet? Yeah, so um, but quite honestly, we live in a very rural area and um, we are road frontage. Um, we're near a few businesses. Um, so, you know, we do have some social media um, appearance, you know, with, uh, you know, Facebook and we're, we're starting actually an Instagram account. Um, in addition to that, um, you know, obviously as we all know, word of mouth is like one of the best types of advertising you can have. Um, so really spreading in a small community, like helps, um, greatly. Um, so we, we've been just kind of 
units have been essentially selling themselves because they're just right there, um, road frontage. Um, we got a great location for it. And um, it seems as of right now, um, you know, as of July 1st, we're getting at least um, one hit a day. So hopefully okay. we'll have those pretty well filled pretty quickly. Right. Now you had said you had had this property for a few years when you originally purchased the property, was this your intention or is it kind of just the way that it fell? Yeah, no, um, we have, but we, we were going to do something with it. We just weren't, weren't exactly sure that it was going to be storage. Um, we also have some duplex residential rentals that Kayla mentioned, you know, I had tossed around possibly building one or two of those on that piece of property. Right. So, and this, so, system, so, you know, yeah. yeah. So, so you spoke to that you have uh, that you have a property that you rent as well as the storage facilities. Now, what kind of made you go away from the the you know the the rental properties, homes, and things like that, the duplexes, and go to the storage, as far as just a man from a management perspective? Well, think- in my opinion, we still you know we still have the the uh, duplexes, but you know just. I have a guy that has some locally down the road here, you know, a lot of discussion with him and a couple other people over the last year or so, um, you know, just made us really look into what the need is for storage in the area. So, you know, we kind of got to, to checking into it and just the rest is history. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I would just add to that, like, um, you know, and, and talking with, you know, the competitors locally, like everybody in this area is filled um, and simply just talking to customers coming in saying like, we can't find a unit. So obviously the need is there. And I feel like it's, um, it's definitely, it's, it's a sustainable market. And I feel like it's only going to increase um, as the years go on. Right. And, and maybe that's a great segue into the next question I was going to ask was kind of where, where do you see the self-storage industry going now that you've been researching it more and you, you got started in the industry? Where do you feel like maybe, you know, in the next 10 years, the, the industry is, is going to head? I, I honestly, I see it like growing. I mean, I know it's booming right now, but I see that like extending beyond this initial boom. Um, I feel that it, one of the things that I see, um, you know, in the market and, you know, as, as the economy, it's pretty volatile um, to those type of things. And, and it seems that people, the need is always going to be there for storage, whether they're moving, relocating, downsizing. Um, you know, right. we, we've had one customer, you know, a college student and she needs a, a place to store those things. So you got to think, I mean, I guess a little bit outside of the box, it's made me think outside of the box of, you know, um, it's not necessarily a cookie cutter, like everybody's needs are different. Right. So, so one question I was going to ask too was as, as you were planning the build and, and doing your research maybe was what made you decide to go with the size of the units that you went with uh, as far as, you know, five by tens versus 10 by twenties, it was it mainly based on the research you did for just your area or is that something that you hadn't, didn't have to put a whole lot of thought into? Um, I guess, um, and Ryan can elaborate a little bit more, but I guess for me, it was just um, talking with those competitors and, and kind of filling out like, you know, what they're seeing, the trends and, and, you know, the market of like the different size units, um, as far as the sizing goes, um, you know, our property that we have it on, um, it, I wish it was larger, but, um, we only have so much space. Um, but 
you know, and obviously being new to the market, we wanted to kind of test the waters out and then and start small and then we can always build um, and expand that. Um, but that's kind of how we, we decided upon, you know, the 16 units and the sizing of those units. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I always think is interesting and, and I have a construction background as well. I was a general contractor and I did, I did a bunch of uh, additions and remodels and I, I've done some new home construction and things like that. And so the one thing that always gets me is after somebody builds a home, they always come back and they say, well, if I would do it again, here's the couple things I would do different, right? Nobody gets it right on their first one. Is this something you plan on doing again? And if so, what is something that you would do differently with the next building or if, if anything? Yeah, I would I, say yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Kayla. No, I, I guess I, my only thing was, I mean, like Ryan was obviously more involved in the building process. He, he, that was his, his gig. Um, me, I wish we would have done a little bit bigger, but who knows going in. Um, but, you know, we're definitely um, looking at expanding um, and we, we have um, enough space to do a unit in similar size to, to our current one. And then, um, you know, looking at if things go well, broadening out and looking for additional property and, and doing the same. Okay. Ryan, do you have anything to add to that as far as the building process? No, you know, I agree. I just exactly pretty much what Kayla said. Um, you know, I kind of kicked myself a little bit too. Wish would have went a little bit bigger to start with. Um, but, you know, it is what it is at this point. So yeah. I actually reached out this morning um, to, to get a price on a second building here. Um, we're thinking about possibly maybe sometime this fall starting another one. So okay. uh, we'll see how that goes. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so pretty pretty interested in starting another one pretty quickly. Then that yeah, that's good. Yeah, good I mean we got we got ten out of sixteen units filled already, and we only been open for 11, 12 days. So, right. Yeah, that's that's impressed. That's awesome. Hey, uh, since I have you on, since I have you both on, uh, maybe a question. And again, I didn't uh, send this one over to you, but just something I thought might be interesting was who, who got to pick the name for the company, or how did you decide what you were going to choose? Um, it's, it's funny you asked that. Um, I, I never knew how, we never knew how nerve wracking it was until you have to choose a, choose a business name and, um, trying to figure out like what's something that's cliche and it's something that's going to, um, you know, kind of stick in people's minds. And, um, we did a lot of back and forth, a lot of, you know, writing on paper, but, um, honestly, um, we, I, I think just in conversation, we were talking one evening, like after dinner and, and, and Ryan's like, you know, store it up. And, and I was like, okay, let's go with it. So, um, okay. we, you know, we just kind of put a lot of time into it and, um, in the logo part, like he said that, and I said, okay, how about the arrow? And, um, we kind of went with it. So, um, he's, he's definitely like, He's more of the construction background and, and the idea bringing, and I'm kind of like more of the marketing and the computer and the back end, um, the customer savvy person. So I think both of those like together, like we it really like well good together. Yeah. Good deal. Yep. I just thought I'd ask. I thought maybe it was, <laughs> maybe it was an interesting conversation. Um, so so uh, I guess in closing, maybe the last question that I'll ask you would be. If I was new to the industry or looking to get into the industry and I had some property that I was going to build on, what, what would be maybe one piece of advice you'd give me as I get started out just for somebody maybe interested in getting into the industry? 
honestly, like, and you know, we, we talked about this and I think that we both agree that the, the fact that like, um, you know, gain as much knowledge as you possibly can from, you know, people in the market. Um, if you, if you don't know, um, start looking at resources, start looking at, you know, at podcasts, at YouTube videos, at, you know, um, that I think that gained, um, in that livable experience is like, without a doubt, you know, in like it's valuable in, in every, in every shape. Um, and I feel like we've really taken the advice of, uh, we have friends, a friend of a friend that has these storage units and we started talking with him and starting having those, you know, conversations. And that's really to kind of what pushed us to go this, this direction. Um, and we've learned a lot from him. Um, by just talking to him. And um, I think that's that information is invaluable. So. Right. For sure. And the one thing I do find interesting about the self-storage industry as a whole is uh, so I'm a member of the Pennsylvania state or self-storage association. And so if you go to any of those shows like that, it seems like all of the self-storage owners and property managers and things like that are very open to talking to you about you know, this kind of thing and giving advice. It's not as much like a cutthroat industry where they want their competitors to fail. It seems like a lot of them are very open to sharing knowledge and stuff that they've learned uh, throughout their time in the industry. So yeah, that's great advice as far as reaching out even to other storage owners and, and things like that to, to see how they did things, so. And I think, um, you know, as we use the approach, um, you know, uh, anybody can invest money into something, but if you don't have a system that works and a great business plan to go along with it. And, you know, like Brian, like I said, like we make a good team because he brings that, you know, specific insight with a construction background and kind of the know-how for that. And, you know, and I kind of bring at, bring, bring my part to the, to the plate. So I feel like you you just need a good plan and a good system, um, not just something to throw at it. Right. And a good partner, it sounds like. (laughs) So, Awesome. Well, and uh, wrapping it up, then, is there any, anything that you'd like to add maybe that we didn't discuss or uh, anything that you thought of throughout the process that, that you think might be helpful to the listeners or, or anything like that? Um, I guess like my biggest piece of advice, if you're thinking about doing it, it's one of those things, if you don't take the plunge and do it, like you never know. Um, mm-hmm. So if it's something that like you really, you really want to do and um, um go for it, you know, just get as much background as you can, um, and learn as much as you can. Um, but definitely, definitely go for it. Awesome. Well, Hey, thank you guys very much for your time today. I I appreciated uh, talking to you a little bit here and I'm sure I'll talk to you again in the future. And uh, just, yeah, just really wanted to say thank you. Uh, store it up Carn city, uh, up North of Pittsburgh. Uh, Make sure you check them out if you're in the area. And uh, thank you guys so much for your time today. We look forward to talking to you again. This podcast episode was brought to you by CC Storage. CC Storage is a property management software that helps you pass the fees of credit card processing onto your customers so you don't pay credit card processing fees ever again. If you enjoyed the podcast, there's a link below where you can fill out a form and be interviewed on the podcast with myself. If that interests you, please click the link below and we'll be in touch. We hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Don't forget to check back next week for another interview with another self-storage property owner.